Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Alicia Alertators Dobin. What? Hello. Hi. Uh, that's my friend Jessica, my co-ghost, Jessica Delisle. She's got a fancy beret. Hi. And she has a barrette, not barrette. a beret. <laughs> I have a beret it's in late. my closet. I am, I'm punchy. It's been a long day. It has been a long day. I woke up at 5.30 today. Oh, wow. Hank had to wake me up today. I slept until 6.30. Oh, lucky. And he woke me up and uh, it was like his legs were crossed. He's like, I need to go out now. <laughs> um, and he has this thing when he really needs to go to the bathroom, when he really needs to pee um he pushes against the doors in the building t- until we get out <laughs> and they don't all push open no some do some pull. he's too light to push open a door though he's a very small dog uh, and then he peed all over cammy street like a wildfire hose <laughs> mm. i'm very grateful for my my curly alarm clock oh. i'm talking about my pussy um, <laughs> my pubes my pubic hairs <laughs> i just have five <laughs> But they're really long. They're very thick. (laughs) Yeah. The giggling uh, person you hear is a first-time guest, a hilarious comedian, Raylan Carson. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I can't believe you haven't been on already. Oh, What an oversight. It happens. We have to work our way through our whole group friends. Yeah. There's also just a bunch of comedians. So many funny people. So many. There's like... I don't know. There's a lot of funny people, <laughs> but I wouldn't say like there's so like, many funny people. There's, there's like a lot three. of comedians. Agree. There's a lot of comedians, and then we're just gonna pull it back a bunch and say there's a, there's some funny people. As someone who is not a comedian, mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of funny comedians. Yeah. <laughs> well, go to an open mic. I, I will not. I don't have to. Ever. I know it's don't. so great. I do feel bad for people now. Like when I started doing comedy, it was this weird desert where there weren't any women doing comedy. So I didn't have to do. And there weren't actually a lot of people doing comedy, period, compared to now. Um, Because it wasn't going through this revival, like where you could actually maybe get a job doing it. Um, So there weren't a lot of open micers to deal with. Interesting. Yeah. Just sailed on through to not getting any further than co-middling at the comedy mix <laughs> once um <laughs> so the closest thing i ever uh got to a open mic was one time at a show like a music show that we had booked they had double booked it with like an open mic oof but it was Ooh. basically just two people at the open mic who had like prepared a set basically and it was like a folk duo oh cool and they were like well we could do like a song and then you could come up and do a song and we're like we're like a five-piece band <laughs> um with synthesizers and stuff so i think that would be terrible way to shit on them so we just quickly rebooked the show and moved it to another venue that night i 100 percent oh. thought you were meaning that they were like a comedy folk oh my god i wish i didn't know that she didn't mean that <laughs> oh like, <laughs> no it was those oh, also make me uncomfortable it was like <laughs> what kind of jokes would come from a duo set first of all of comedians oh that were also folk <laughs> i don't know i could i am in interested in creating that find out on a gulf island if we really wanted to (laughs) um stage one driftwood once in in powell river uh graham clark was hosting a magic show of a very cool magician uh who lives in powell river but these weird circus forest people showed up (laughs) (laughs) were they human (laughs) they didn't act like humans they heckled 
Graham the entire time and it got like weirdly like aggressive and potentially violent. What? Was, what? I, I, I think Graham. they were on PCP. It was very weird. And the, <laughs> but it had a real folksy vibe. So it was like, you know. <laughs> Yikes. I don't remember a lot of it. I just remember being very worried that we had to f- somehow get out to the parking lot. Had to flee. We had to flee the circus folks. <laughs> flee the circus. Flee circus. See? See this like yeah, quick witted mind I've got here? Can't believe I'm not a comedian. You are a comedian because you have yeah. a comedy podcast and you've performed on comedy shows. True. Mm-hmm. True. Mm-hmm. You got I was having that conversation with someone and I can't remember who it was. I want to say it was like Ross. And we are talking about how like anyone could technically be a comedian. Like what defines being a I comedian? Mean, you know, it's. I just think of like all the hard work that people put into it before they call themselves a comedian. And then like I haven't done any of that. And then people are like, you're a comedian. And I'm like, Ugh. Yeah, people do like some people are really quick to take the name. Yeah, <laughs> and exactly. It took me a long. Even now, I still feel uncomfable because I'm not out there doing like stand up, open mics. And then doing a lot my of people mics. associate comedians with strictly being stand ups. Mm-hmm. That's true. Which I find wild. Yeah, yeah. because, because I considered they... myself a comedian when I was been doing the improv, and I've been doing improv for well, that's where you six went wrong. Years. <laughs> <laughs> but then it was like most people consider that not true and that you mean like people that aren't in comedy that aren't both. performers both oh wow i've seen it from both sides oh well, that's crazy yeah it's weird because what do people think that people on snl are are sketch comedians yeah like comedians yeah they come up with their little characters. Their sketches. Their sketches. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really excited about Chloe Fineman being on SNL. Who's Chloe Fineman? She's the one person who wasn't involved in any sort of news story this yeah. week. Because the three people who got hired for SNL was like, one was a racist. One was like the first Asian person to ever be on SNL. And then it was like, and Chloe Fineman, <laughs> but no one like made a big deal about it. But she's really <laughs> funny and her Instagram is so funny. And she's been doing amazing character work for like years and years. And people have been like posting her videos and sharing them and be like, get this woman on SNL. Oh, cool. That's so cool. Yeah. And I'm very excited. Uh, even though Do you watch it, I don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> like, but you might now. I would yeah. like, I watch the odd clip when it's like shared the next yeah. week yeah. on internet, but if I don't. It's viewable. Yeah, if I can get around all those firewalls. Well, you can't watch anything. It seems like that's SNL because we're in Canada. I know. That I know. drives me up the and it's wall. It's like, but we get it on the TV here, you know, right? guys. Yeah. You know, guys. <laughs> yeah, Fargo lady. Yeah, don't you know? Oh, my gosh. Um, but I used to be obsessed with SNL when I was a kid. Yeah, like, same. It was Big my deal. dream to be on SNL, even though I did not pursue comedy in the slightest. <laughs> I mean, I was in like drama in high school. But yeah, but, but you're just a naturally funny person that kind mm-hmm. of went in a different, a different <laughs> artistic direction. Yeah. But then here we are. I got my PhD True. in uh, sucking it. <laughs> <laughs> sucking it. Sucking it. <laughs> That's a beautiful little like dance. It. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. Oh, dance and song. That was mm-hmm. nice. Um, so. This is our podcast. You're a comedian. This is our podcast. We talk about sucking it. <laughs> uh, so the. Anyways, it's great having you. Thanks, Thank guys. You. Don't forget to donate to our Patreon account. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's done. 
Perfect. Let's go to bed. Uh, no, the name of the game is Retail Nightmares. That and that's, I mean, you are a dog walker now. Yeah. Well, Have you now or ever been a member of the retail or customer service community? I have. I started, well, I've done a lot of jobs. So my first job was scooping ice cream at a coffee shop. And then I was. My first a, job was scooping ice cream. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's like everyone's. At You've this got point. good arms for it. Oh, Long. I used to have a huge. Huge, freaking white arm, big Popeye muscles only on one arm. Yeah, because you can't scoop with both. One's always got to be holding, and it's you got to make sure it's the dominant one uh, to get those good scoops. Because I was a good scooper. I believe. Then I was a children's librarian for a while. (gasps) Whoa, which was fun. And then uh, I worked on the ferry a bit, but Uh, I know I didn't want to say it. It's like Voldemort. Like I just. But I worked at American Apparel. Oh, yeah. Tegan told a story about you I, having to stay overnight. Yes. yes. What? That's right. That was you. Yes, that was. Did you ever get to meet Dev Charney? Uh, yeah. I'm yeah, so was, sorry. I He was weird. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. a weirdo. Yeah, 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 yeah. He seems like a totally normal guy. Oh, my God. He was. He signs all of his checks just, with his wet dink. <laughs> go on we had this like big like company-wide meeting to like meet him and i think it was at like some hotel downtown and my one friend love her to death but she's just she's crazy uh she wore this all lace onesie suit to it and i'm like you're just asking to be hit on and she was down for it and i was like no <laughs> and he was just the whole time sitting at this table just like <laughs> just <laughs> like a lizard person yeah and i was yeah. like oh uh, just looking around scanning and then saw my friend and he was like yeah and then he told her that he liked it on her and i was like Ugh, i hate you I hate was you it so a product much. from american apparel Can oh you- yeah yeah of course what did she wear underneath it she wore underwear but she didn't wear a bra that's confidence. I know. She had a lot of confidence. I'm wearing she seven great. bras she... right now. <laughs> I can't afford seven bras. Listen to the previous episode. <laughs> yeah. How old was she? Oh, God. At that time, she would have been like 20, 21. So young. So young. Mm-hmm. Such a confusing yeah. time. I definitely wore lingerie as dresses. Well, yeah, that was the thing for a while, too, when I was younger, especially working at American Apparel. So many other things were like lace and see through. So you would just wear like a bra underneath. A bralette. Yeah. Like I always wore bras because I didn't have much of a bib. So I wanted to, you know, give the illusion with the push up. Yeah. Magician. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I would wear a nude one, so it kind of looked like it. Nice. And be like, she yeah. has no nipple. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd be like, yes, I know. You're like, I was born without nipples. Deal with it. Dumb Charney comes back around. What? <laughs> would you like Ooh, to be intrigued. in my next campaign? <laughs> <laughs> no. Full grip. Full grip. Full grip. Full grip. Anyway, uh, did we interrupt your retail nightmare? I think we did. I just, and then I also worked at, a, at Aritzia for a while, oh, which was shit. even worse. Wow. Which was even worse. We have not had a lot of Aritzias. No. Oh, I know. Tell us all about it. So this was the first job that I ever like quit and I didn't know how to quit. So I just never responded <gasps> oh, to wow. them telling me like you, you ghosted work. your work. I ghosted. <laughs> yeah. So it, the, 
it was already a horrible job. Like every time I went to work, I was doing like four hour shifts. So I wasn't doing well because you had to make like a sell a minimum amount of products. Yeah. And for me, I'm like, well, first of all, it was in West Van. So there's girls that work there that have been working there that probably still work there since I started and have been working there for forever. So they already have the regular clients. I have four hours that I have to get in there and sell like over $800 with. And they would tell me every time. And I'm like, I don't know what you want me to do. So I was already upset about that, especially in closing shift. You go in for four hours, but it was like, you're trying to clean up all the crap that was there and then it's like closing time you have to re-clean everything you just cleaned up so it's like i don't have any time to do this and also i bet you were given that shift when people had been there a lot of time yeah had, were leaving their mess for you to clean up and going absolutely. home with their huge commission absolutely yeah. and then it's like how am i supposed to hit these standards that you're setting for me plus i never bought anything from aritzia because it was too expensive and weirdly like the sizes aren't crazy to me (laughs) just (laughs) absolutely crazy but it was um it was during the time that tim hortons had the roll up the rim season um and i went backstage or backstage (laughs) it was pretty much backstage everyone was over the top i went back into the back area where they do all the folding and stuff and this girl was about to throw out this whole stack of unrolled rims and i was like whoa whoa, whoa, what are you doing yeah I was like, you got to roll those. And she's like, what? I'm she's like, L. Like, <laughs> yeah. She, she, at first she was like confused. I'm like, you don't know what is in there. I was like, there might be 10 coffees, which you know what? It's here or there. But <laughs> what if one of those ones is a car? Like you can. Yeah. There's like $5,000 prepaid visas. Yeah. I was like, you got to look at those. Yeah. She laughed and she looked at me and she said, you're funny. Usually I don't introduce myself to the new girls, but what's your name? And I was like, because <laughs> wow. one, I had seen her for the last like three months that I had been working oh there. God. So I knew who she was. And then after that, I was like, oh yeah, I'm not coming back after this. Yeah, I was like, that was the weirdest experience ever. How can you be so stupid? forward about that Aritzia. i was like this is in my space aritzia is a very good weird for you place. <laughs> did you roll up those rims though i did i did and i think there was like a coffee and a donut in them that was pretty good i would got excited like, when you said free coffee and i don't even <laughs> right? like their coffee i like the idea of 10 free coffees got me even more excited <laughs> like, Damn, really? i don't even like I don't eat there anymore because I'm vegan. But like if I if it's rolled the rim season, I'm still getting coffees. I'll get a decaf coffee, black, with maybe some sugar. <laughs> I have to get the decaf. You don't get like regular decaf Tim Hortons. You're shitting for days. Really? <laughs> it's awful. Yeah, oh. it's so I'm a decaf I get, person and I've wondered about it there. I get heartburn instantly and I used to when I wasn't like vegan and stuff and i'd get the cream and stuff i would always get a i don't know why i did it but i'd always get tim hortons before i went on my first dog hike and then probably i would say 40 30 to 40 percent of the times i needed to shit mid walk <laughs> and i had shit in 
the forest. Wow. With like wow. eight dogs watching you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you have to collect it or they will eat it. Yeah. <laughs> dogs are dumb. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so they're looking at me like, mm-hmm. that looks like a tasty treat. I'm like, so weird. Pushing myself up against a tree. Like, no, get out of here. Um, <sighs> oh, man. It's a high value treat. Yeah. Oh, Top what a terrible thing to say to somebody. Aritzia right? is like a hell dimension. Oh, yeah, I, so that's like Mean Girls. I used to, I am embarrassed to admit, but I used to shop there when I was in high school because I went to a fancy. Well, we all know about that. Everyone knows about where you went to school now. It's in the, it's in the National Eye. It was because, in Time Magazine last night. Because my teacher <laughs> wore brown face, Justin Trudeau. What? Yep. Oh my god! <laughs> I realized that photo is in one of my yearbooks, and I just never knew it was him because I wasn't looking for someone to be in black or brown face in my fucking yearbook. And the women who are in that photo with him were all my teachers, like oh my, my English god. teacher, my science teacher, my cap class teacher. Why is he holding someone's neck? Okay, so that was Ms. Matosian, and he would like hit on her. Every day after class, he would like go and sit on her desk and flirt with her. And it was really creepy. Um, I was going to tweet last night, but I, I am not surprised by the photo and then the other photos. But I also was like, if you're not listening to Retail Nightmares, I guess you don't know. He's a real ding dong. I mean, I've never been quiet about the fact that he's a big yeah. ding dong. Yeah. <laughs> My nickname for him in high school was Filth because he smelled so bad. What of is he? Bo and patchouli. <laughs> He's like a trust fund hippie. Yeah, the worst kind of person. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, Aritzia was like, I was like a poor person going to a rich school, and Aritzia was like the status symbol. That oh, like, yeah. oh, you've never been to Aritzia? Here, come with me. And then I went with my classmate, who like basically they shut down the whole store for her to just shop. Like she was, she spent so much money there that they were like, anything you want. And they'd be like grabbing her coffees and like, yeah, just catering to her. And I was her friend. So they were like, oh, and you also, oh, you want these Capri pants? Oh my God. Yeah. So I got sucked into that for like a couple years. And then I discovered thrift stores and I was like, you mean all these clothes are like $3 (laughs) and they're from the seventies and they're amazing. Yeah. Plus you can get. Anything from a store that you see now, yeah, you can get that exact thing like in six months or more, yeah. Because people who shop like that rebuy their entire. I've wardrobe. bought tons of Oakenfort stuff from. Thrift, oh yeah, and it's like yeah. that's a pricey, cool place to go. Yeah, it I is, see that yeah. label all the time. I love their ads to me on Instagram. They're like, "Would you like us to send you clothes every month?" And I'm like, "Absolutely not. That's not." <laughs> How is that nice? <laughs> yeah. Like, how is that sustainable? I don't know. Yeah. Who can afford that? I know. My and also, boss. I don't need someone to choose my clothes for me. I can do a bad job of that myself for less money. <laughs> yeah. I've been doing that for 33 years mm-hmm. and <laughs> I'm an eyesore. <laughs> I really like this outfit, actually. It's very I do too. I like those colors. Thank Easter-y. you. This was Tegan's skirt and this is uh, Christine Bordelin's shirt. Oh, yeah. Wasn't yeah. there some sort of like clothing, uh, clothing swap? swap. Yeah. I wasn't able to get I clean up as usual. I bring nothing and I leave with like two giant bags. And I, feel ex- <laughs> I thought it was three. It was but two bags. Maybe just two. Just two bagus, which are large. 
Mm-hmm. And I feel very guilty about it. And I like want to then like give all the people who are there an article of my clothing. <laughs> and that's not how it works. No, <laughs> nobody wanted. I didn't want to take home anything, but I had like five mimosas. And then I took home some stuff and some of it I won't wear. No, no. But I just really liked in the moment the yeah. idea of it. <laughs> yeah. And I got this fanny pack that doesn't fit around my waist. Aww. It's really funny. I, I think like, it's from American Apparel. Really? Yeah, it's like an American flag fanny oh. pack. Mm. Mm. Might be a good costume thing. Maybe I should return it. See, I always get, I always buy more costume stuff than I do regular clothes. Like most Same. of the clothes that I get, I've thrifted it or someone's given it to me. But usually when I'm at a thrift, like I'm, I've got this, I've had it for like maybe six years. And it's this like cape that's oh, yeah. like that purple mm. and white and it is <laughs> leather and it's so bizarre you need to start wrestling i was like yeah i was like, when i first saw it i was like oh i could do prints or something yeah, like yeah. that kind of like cool character you know but There's then no blackface please. i just no oh no, <laughs> no. i'm not worried I, well not uh, but I was like, that's like how funky and cool it was. And I was like, I need, I I would never wear that, but I need it for a character. I have yeah. so many capes. Yeah. Like I have a cape section in my closet, which is also my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. You sleep under a lot of clothes. Capes mostly. Well, Jessica, do you have a retail nightmare? I have a retail dream. Amazing. I told the first half of the story, but I don't think I told the last half of it. You'll never know with me because if I've had more than one drink, I can't you, remember. You've just had water today. Yeah. But um, I told the story about how Don't Argue Pizza was closing yeah. down. So I didn't tell the story about how I went on the last night. Wait what pizzas closed down? Don't argue. Don't argue. Oh, I don't know what At this 16th is. At 16th and Main. It was a really great place. It was there for maybe like five years. Um, maybe more, maybe longer. Um, it was great. It was run by a family who were customers at the video store that I used to work at. So I like knew them before they opened the store. They since had a kid and like it's just like a labor of love. And they yeah. had, like they employed a lot of local musicians and artists and stuff. And it was like a pretty cool place to go. But so Jay and I went there on the last night, like the woman who owns it told us to come on the last night. She was like, it's going to be a shit show. And so I was like, I don't know what to expect. So we had practice that went kind of late. And so we showed up at like nine or 10 or something, ordered a pizza and waited around and they brought it. And my pizza was the last pizza ever made there and so it was like such a beautiful oh bittersweet oh. like i almost didn't want to eat it oh the pizza they were so good oh my god potato mash my favorite pizza oh yeah like mash, they put mashed potato mashed potatoes and like a bechamel sauce and like roasted garlic and like what's bechamel it's like a like a white sauce oh crispy kale uh like thinly sliced red onion it was amazing. It was the best. Oh, that tastes, that sounds like it tastes good. And the best was the dough. <laughs> the dough was the best. It was like perfectly salty and amazing. Um. So yeah, it was just like a magical time. And everyone, there was like past employees coming in, like people who hadn't worked there for a really long time were coming in to like help with the dishes and stuff. And Aww. like people I hadn't seen in a really long time were there. And then they were all giving away free drinks and like had all this cake. And I ate my entire pizza. So they were like, have cake. And I was like, I could not possibly fit anything in my body. I'm wearing no waistband because of this. Yeah, it was just like a magical time. And then now it's 
gone forever. Oh. So it's like a dream and a nightmare. Yeah. All at once. I don't know how any good, actually good business survives here. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Like, it just seems like it's all just a matter of time. Like, 3G closed recently. Really? And they've hung out. They made it last for, like, over a decade. But, yeah, they closed. And within days, a new place had replaced it. And it was too bad because it was a vegan place that I really enjoyed going to. I'm not mm-hmm. not a vegan, but I did really love it. That place yeah. was delicious. It was. It was kind of like too weird that it just like closed all of a sudden. There was it didn't seem like there was any warning to it. No. They did a post on their Facebook group and explained what happened. Like they, you know, their rent was going to double and it's just not sustainable. Yeah. And it was replaced with like a very meaty Chinese restaurant. <laughs> And I'm also like, like that area. Like I feel like they should move to like Main Street. Like mm-hmm. Main Street, they would probably do better at too. It seems but like the rents there. Like that's what happened with Don't Argue. The rents went from four thousand dollars to nine thousand dollars, like mm-hmm. in a month. It's ridiculous. Oh yeah, it's it's sad because we're really losing out on like options, right? Yeah. Yeah, like, and it was just what was nice about that place was it was like a meeting place. It was like a gathering place. It was a good place to bring a family. It was like Jay and I went there with his brother and his family. And like, it was a great place to just meet your friend and like hang out there for a while. And they played really good music and they had a jukebox where you could play even better music if you wanted to. Oh, that's nice. I like jukeboxes. Yeah. And it would like had actual good music on it. Mm. Like it was not like fucking oldies or whatever. Not that oldies are bad. Former guest Tom Whalen played a show there one time and it was magical. Yeah, I can see that. They had jazz nights there, which like, oh, cool. I'm not a fan of, but I respect and like appreciate (laughs) that it happened. (laughs) That's cool. Yeah. Anyway, I'll stop bumming everyone out. (laughs) No, you're not bumming me out. It just makes me think like, you know, there's hardly any places to perform. There's hardly any places to eat that are unique. Um, there's nowhere to rent. There's no housing. Like, oh, yeah. There's no dog-friendly apartments. <laughs> Lots of people don't pay, like, full-time positions here, so artists have to work part-time with no benefits. Like, it's just a bummer. Mm-hmm. So that brings me to my retail nightmare. Oh. I was have I had coffee with former guests, Papo Jasmine Lukuku, and then I was heading over to Mount Okama Co-op because I had heard this organic clothing company had their product there a friend had bought one of their like good shapeless bras like and i was like i'm gonna go buy one and it was better price than it wasn't buying it online because mount equipment co-op is a cool place to get good prices it's a co-op and i went in and i couldn't find it and i was pretty sure i was in the right area because everything around it was like workout gear yeah and like workout material bras so i was like somewhere around here there's going to be a weird organic cotton bra that i'd like to buy and i looked over and there's a woman with a dog in the store mountain equipment co-op does not allow dogs Oh, this really? dog was a small chihuahua, uh, did not have any sign on it that said that the dog was a service dog of some sort or an emotional support animal. Um, and I was like, this, I noticed right away because I do kind of look for places that if I needed to, I could walk to with a dog. Mm-hmm. He's not good at any of those places anyway, so I don't bother anymore. <laughs> but I was well aware the Mountain Quimco was not one of them. So I was like, what the fuck is this woman doing in here with a dog? It's packed. It's a rainy Saturday afternoon. The place is just teeming with middle-aged athletic people. And I found someone who worked there and asked, and the product isn't allowed. They are not allowed to sell this product because it does not have bilingual tags on the inside of the product. Mm. So it's pulled from the floor. They're not allowed to sell it online. So if I do want to buy it, I have to buy it online and have it shipped here. 
And just then I look over and the woman is trying on, the woman with the chihuahua is trying on straw hats, sun hats. And she doesn't like them, so she throws them on the floor when she's done with them. I already went on a strangler. (laughs) (laughs) When she throws them on the floor as she's done with them, she then kicks them against the wall into a pile. That was just on her head. Yeah. And now there's a man just standing maybe three feet away from her, and I'm standing maybe 18 inches, 20 inches away from her. And I've decided, like, I've been asked by a couple of friends to be less confrontational. So I'm like, I'm not going to say anything. Not that I'm super confrontational. Certainly not over stuff like this, but I will say something usually. Oh, I would have just ripped into her. Yeah. I'm like, it's not worth it, right? And there's this man watching her and he's not saying anything. And then I'm like, well, I'm not just going to leave all of these like $70 hats that most likely somebody in a part of the world that does not make a lot of money, like suffered to make for this fucking asshole. So I pick them up and I put them back on the rack and I just say to the man, I look at him, I'm like, people are nightmares. And he just starts laughing and cannot stop laughing. <laughs> and his laugh was, made it so worthwhile. Because I think he was in shock. I don't think he'd ever seen. And like, she's like a tall Caucasian woman with like wild gray hair, like wearing very expensive athletic gear, bringing a dog into a store that dogs are not allowed in. She's just an asshole through and through. And just the kicking of the hat, like which would destroy a straw hat. Yeah. What a cunt. <laughs> Sorry, oh Dad. Um, <laughs> so then I want to buy something. You know when you feel like, you know, you're. I go to Mountain Quimmo Co-op twice a year, usually in the summer for something, and then I'm like, hmm, I'm maybe in the winter for something, something oh, winterish. Okay. I have to psych myself up to go in there. Yeah, and usually I try to go after work, not on oh, a yeah. weekend because it's like this. Oh, yeah. So I wander through the store, and I'm looking for, like, a fanny pack uh, for maybe dog treats or a dog bag because Hank needs a bag for traveling. And it's just crazy in there. And I get to the shoe section and I'm like, oh, I never thought that instead of like buying a wintry boot, I could get like a waterproof hiking boot for all the dog walking yeah. that I do. And so I start looking and there's maybe 40 people in this very small shoe section. Like this shoe section is probably 400 square feet, if that. This apartment. It's this apartment. Mm-hmm. Less. Maybe it's actually probably just this kitchen and living room area. And... All the shoes are gone from the displays because people are so many people that need help. They're just all holding the shoe that they want to try on. They're all crying. <laughs> and I don't know. Like, I'll usually shop online and look at things and then go try them on at that yeah. kind of a store because it, it's overwhelming. And makes it more efficient, too. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm seeing stuff that's not even put back in the right places. So I'm not really sure, like, what I'm asking for. Yeah. Like, I don't want to ask, like, may I try on this $400 shoe that I yeah. need literally to walk around the block? <laughs> Uh, and there's this little mountain that they've built in the center. So you can see if your hiking shoes or hiking boots or your whatever are comfortable. But it's just a little lump of plastic that you walk up and down. <laughs> and it's so surreal. In the, mid- in the middle of this, like people are wearing all this athletic gear because you got to like kind of go to Mountain Co up ready to try stuff on in the right yeah. kind of athletic thing. You can't be seen as a poser. Yeah. Here. And I'm just like 100% there for for something for posers. And everyone's just like wandering around and being weird. And I noticed that they have Birkenstocks on sale. And like, I usually have like a pair in rotation and uh, it was a pretty good price. And I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to fight this out to try on these shoes. So a young, a person comes over to me and I said, Hey, how's it going today? She's like, people are being so mean to me. Whoa. (laughs) And like, I am. So I was like, I I know I saw, I've seen some shit since I got here and I, it is not you. These people are terrible people. And so she disappeared with uh, the shoe, reappeared with the shoes. The shoes fit. 
But then I asked her if maybe I could try on a size smaller. And this has taken already like maybe 20 minutes because yeah. it's so crazy. And then she disappears again. And people are, are being awful. And she just never comes back. Oh, no. <laughs> she never comes back. And I end up taking the size shoe that I tried on because they do they do fit. I'm all, almost always that size. But the second person I asked never came back. And the third person I asked never came back. And I was like, they're just probably quitting in the back room and walking out. Or crying. <laughs> yeah, because people are so terrible. Was it the full moon? I think it it was Friday the th- it was the day after the thirteenth. Okay, so it was the fourteenth, oh, day yeah. after the full moon. Yeah, it was awful. And then when I was at the cash, like just the people there are so nice that work oh, there, yeah. and they've got this great return policy. And I wanted to try on a hat, but I was too shy, so I have to go back when no one's around. I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> um, and Practice he said, yeah, he's like the home. worst day. The worst days for them are rainy Saturdays. Mm. People are just at their worst crazy yeah because no one has anything to do in in vancouver if it's raining stay home they're not like normal people Ugh. they're dealing with their mental health issues by like beating it out of themselves on a mountain somewhere right can't could not believe the way people were acting in there that uh but the little a, mountain that people were walking up and down like this maybe <laughs> that makes me 24 sad. inches high they're like i just the room oh, yeah, where they're like good. you know what though, good. we should get one of these little plastic mountains yeah, people just, <laughs> appreciate that you know get the different angles on your foot and it has like your... a little railing on one side so you can like oh, oh my gosh the amount of like high up corporate meetings that that little mountain went through of like okay so what company are we gonna find to build this and like we have to make it like a sustainable plastic and i never noticed it before i think i always thought it was a, a seat yeah <laughs> i may have sat on it before to i don't shoes. think i've ever seen it before it's wild well, next time there's that many wild people in the store and you can't get a shoe, just walk on top of it and yell. And take your shirt off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and start beating your chest. Yeah. Yeah. Because people do take themselves really seriously in oh. those, those places. People are wild. There's no good snacks just, in there either. They're, well, no, they're, they do like have a tube of every stuff. flavor of Cliff Bar, though. I've heard the nut butter filled ones are really good. I haven't tried the fancy filled ones, but like when I went on my trip to my work trip to Toronto, I had a $10 gift certificate that I got for bike to work week to Mountain Equipment Co-op. So I was like, I'm going to get snacks for this trade show. And so I was like, I'm going to get one of every flavor. And if you buy 12, you get like a deal on them. So I found out that like the white chocolate macadamia nut was like the best one. That one's vegan. Really? Mm-hmm. Good to know. I haven't tried that many cliff bars, but the ones I have tried, I haven't really liked. Yeah, that's I remember what, I them have, being very all the chocolate doughy. ones. All the chocolate ones give me heartburn. Oh. So I was like very skeptical, but there was I wonder what type of oil they use. I don't know. Mm, I always find like anything that I have oil. I always get heartburn. Oh interesting. Um, when I had to order snacks for my last job, we always had to order a lot of cliff bars because a, nobody would really like hoard cliff bars. <laughs> so if they needed a snack and they were really hungry, cliff bar was great. And they're the cheapest. They're like a dollar 18. Yeah. They're good for, oh. um, earthquake kits too. Yeah. I would never touch one. Yeah. I've done that before where I bought a bunch of cliff bars for my earthquake kit. And then the next time I checked in on the earthquake kit, I was like, shit, these are about to expire. I have to eat them all. And then that was like heartburn city. And then I had to go buy more cliff bars. I don't have an earthquake kit. Yeah, that's I don't what have I one anymore <laughs> either because I, I ate the cliff the bars. What? I need one for Hank. Yeah. I need oh, like yeah. a Hank thing. Because yeah. 
probably won't be dog food wherever we end up. Yeah. Water is like the most important thing. Uh, yeah. That makes sense. That checks out. But yeah. there will be water but everywhere. Like, we can just yeah. drink from puddles. It'll be fine. The thing that I'm like, how extreme is this? Yeah, <laughs> we're probably gonna just going to die. Well, mm. I mean... If you're in somewhere and it crumbles, yes, you have potential. You're just hanging out on the road. You potentially won't die. Tree falls on you. Electrocuted. If you're in a tree area. Power. It's Vancouver. Everywhere's a tree area. Well, I guess that's, I guess if you're in Vancouver, that is. I can't deny that I've not, like, I've thought about these things as well. I think about it, like, every day (laughs) since I was, like, five. I've been able to get it under control. I have to go back to food at Mac. The weirdest, and I've never eaten them because they came out after I became vegan, was they've got these little freezer dried cheese balls. Oh, yeah. Mm. And I'm pretty sure they're called like moon cheese. Moon yeah, cheese. I've yeah, I've eaten a lot yeah. of them. Are they actually they don't good? Just they sell it there. They have them at Starbucks. Yeah, they used to sell yeah. them at Starbucks. I think I've tried them. But that was where I originally I had a saw a real them. thing with them for a while. I love freeze dried food. It tastes really good. Like freeze dried powdery. Fruit. I it's great. Oh, freeze dried fruit is so great. Your saliva rehydrates it. It's delicious. If, um, like pop rocks. Have you ever had those cheese balls? They're like cheesies, but they're like more like bulk barn style. They're like a cheesy, but in a ball form. See, I never had cheese balls growing up. Never had them. Well, your parents were very good to you. Well, um, that's the thing, though. Like, it might, like I was not like a well-off family. Like, we <laughs> ate hot dogs and KD most nights, you know? So I'm surprised. But I don't think we had cheese balls. I grew up in Gibson's. Okay. And I don't think we had cheese balls there. Cheese balls are weird. Like, I feel like it's something you would get at, like, a Walmart or yeah, I only some bulky place. in England for the first time. They're like cheesies, but in a ball form. And, like, yeah. moon cheese is kind of like neon that. They're neon-colored. Oh. It's very... Like KD. They're good. Hmm. They're good. They're good if you're drunk. <laughs> They're good if you're stuck in an airport and you have a lot of food allergies. Oh, and so there's yeah, like that, that one sense. thing you can eat, which I can't eat anymore. Um, do you guys want to do a segment? Speaking yeah. of food. <laughs> what food would you bring into outer space? Space food. Our squash. Okay. I was thinking about this. Okay, okay. Um mine would be whole foods <gasps> mushroom gravy <gasps> blended. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Have you tried their vegan mushroom uh, gravy? No, it has flour in it. Does it? Mm-hmm. That's how you make oh, gravy. Yeah. Just I feel like it. I've just blown your mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I bet it's delicious. I've made mushroom gravy and it's as good as any other gravy. Why don't people just use more mushrooms? Mushroom gravy is delicious. Yes. See, the thing for me, though, is I don't really like the texture of mushrooms. So you pu- do you blend pulse it? it? Uh, yeah, I blend it. And yeah, I don't it makes want it, it to be so chunky. so smooth and creamy. And holy shit, it is delicious. What do you put it on? Anything. Your body. I mean, I, you, I could eat it by itself. That's It'd be like why a soup. I, oh, yeah. Basically. Yeah. Pretty much. It I tastes mean, just like, like their mushroom soup. Yeah. But better because they're saltier. saltier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had the tofurkey gravy? 
It's just mushroom gravy. Um, I don't think so. It's really good. I don't think I've had actually had the tofurkey. Um, usually I go with gardenia. The Yule log or whatever. Yeah, I don't think I ever actually had it. I have it every Christmas. That's so good. My coworker gets this tofurkey thing that I've never heard of before. There's a ham one. The ham. Yeah. She says it's amazing. Yeah, that's what I've heard too. The stuffing is my favorite part. It's like so good. And then like the tofurkey is so rubbery around it. And then you put that delicious mushroom gravy on it. And you're like, this is my tradition. Leave me alone, <laughs> mom. I, I don't want great. turkey. I remember having now tofurkey. Ever. Um, I had tried today the choices vegan shepherd's pie. Oh, and they did I just it with- had that today too. Weird, right? What did you think? I've- I haven't had there. I've had vegan shepherd's pie and it was delicious. Yeah, I've made it before, but I've never had it with the Beyond Meat Crumbles. And oh, uh, oh, it wasn't I bad. Have... I think I think a homemade one would be better than the yeah. Texas one for sure. Oh, probably. But it was like, I kept seeing it and I was, and we don't usually have time to get like and a meal like, in. Who are you? And yeah, it was like choices. I didn't know that they had like hot food section. I don't, really... they, they have like pre-packed stuff that you would heat up in their microwave, I think. Oh. So I took it home and just heated it up. In a saucepan. And then, and then Hank went crazy for this. I just use the veggie ground round that's by Ives, is it? Eves. Eves. Yeah. Ives. Yeah. I think it's I I'm think it'd be really nice to do the base of it and like with like some beyond meat sausage maybe, but like the a majority of mushrooms. Oh yeah. And then you guess mm. that would be too mushroomy for you. I you blend feel like it. I would do <laughs> No, I'm I'm totally fine with mushrooms. I do like mushrooms, just when I'm having a gravy, like you don't I want don't, it chunky. I don't want chunks. No, nope, yeah. that's I fair. I want a uh, just want to just open thick. up your throat and pour it yeah. down. No <laughs> chewing. Oh, honestly, like I've bought tubs of those when it comes out <laughs> because it's so good. There's this one girl as well. I worked with this one girl for that's maybe a, a month. Segment. I wonder if it freezes <laughs> well. <laughs> it's basically food in space. Honestly, True. it probably would. Yeah, you just have to put it in a different container, I think, because yeah. they've got those just like plastic. Cheap plastic. Yeah, the pla- the cheap plastic containers is what the tofurkey gravy comes in, and it comes frozen, and you keep it in the freezer until you're ready to use it. Yeah, but I think that one's a better quality of plastic. It's like the deli container style. Is it? Yeah, just like a little round container. What was food would you bring, Jessica? <laughs> I recently got a Panago plain cheese pizza, mm. and I made it extra special with my own toppings that's what i do every time japanese mayonnaise what tobiko and bonito flakes okay you brought those in those aren't on the menu no those aren't on the menu i have them here at home (laughs) i have them here at home i turned it into like a weird okonomiyaki fancy weird pizza that was so salty and like such a such a textural experience with like the popping of the tobiko and then like the flaky and like because it was hot the uh bonito flakes like dance so beautiful yeah what's the heck bonito it's like Why is it dancing thinly shaved fish uh oh, flakes geez. dried yeah the wow. actual like bonito fish meat is like the most delicious fish i've ever had and i had it in and it dances so related to a tuna Maybe it's like darker and it tasted like chicken, like beef. It was like filet mignon or something. It was okay, amazing. So very like smoky. Yeah. So good. Deep, bloody flavors. Very. Huh. And like it felt weird to be eating it and being like, are you sure this is fish? <laughs> like, 
Weird. They don't eat meat, but I ate fish. And I was like, this really, and Jay kept being like, it's so good. And I was like, this is really what meat tasted like. I can That's still weird. remember. So you put that on, the yeah. Japanese mayonnaise, and what was the other one? Tobiko, which is flying fish roe. So it's like the, the tiny little orange eggs that's oh, on sushi sometimes interesting it's like they like pop rocks yeah They're, and then they pop like pop rocks yeah it's kind of like bubble wrap in your mouth <laughs> i'm not had, missing anything i also had pop rocks uh last night i believe because i bought some on tour and then like didn't eat them and then i wanted sugar that's all we had but we were watching like the final episode of Mindhunter season two and it's like 90 percent whispering intensely oh my gosh i couldn't my tv's too <laughs> shitty to put up with the with that i'd have to whispering? have it on like 40 but so i was just like pop rocks in my mouth and i was like i can't hear anything we have to turn the volume up and i was like i brought this on myself anyway i like and like i'm opening my mouth and smiling at jay and it's like jumping out of my face and onto his sweater and he's like stop you bully jay a bit i'm a monster for sure 100 percent what's your food in space carrot cake (gasps) i've just really with uh, or without raisins don't care with icing it has to have icing Yeah. yeah that's true if yeah. you're, having, you're a monster if you like carrot cake without ice cream. Then it's just a loaf. It's yeah. just a carrot loaf, which is yeah. I'm, I'm not I'm not sticking around this planet for any more fucking loafs. Yeah. yeah. Give me the Absolutely. icing. I mean, I do like a, a lemon loaf that has that like thick sugar glaze. That on top. is icing. Yeah. yeah. At the um I've recently learned that I shouldn't eat dairy. Yeah. And it's been it's a slippery slope when I get to the bakery because it's like my shark eyes go into the back of my head and I just start pointing at things. I don't like reading green hands. And then the next day I wake up and I'm just like a mucus monster mm-hmm. oh. um, and very puffy and very tired. Um, but the uh, one of the only dairy free options is the lemon loaf. And honestly, lemon never loaves? get sick of it. Oh, Delicious. I love a lemon loaf. Me too. It's the only loaf I love. Yeah, that oh, banana I like, bread loaf. I actually really <laughs> pinching a loaf. I really like I don't pinching even know what a loaf. That is. I like pinching loaves. Taking a shit. Uh, <laughs> you never heard heard that? I've phrase? never heard really? of that. That's oh, what yeah. you do in the yeah. forest with the dogs. I have a question for you guys. What do you think laying pipe means? Uh, like, that's fucking fucking. Okay, so I was at the corner gas writing room doing uh, some writing with them and Andrew, who is lovely. Uh, he's like, yeah, we just got it because we're, we're writing a story. And, I, yeah. and he's like, so we got to lay the pipe. And he kept saying we got to lay the <gasps> pipe. And finally, on like day three of working with these great people, I was like, Andrew, do you know what lay the pipe means? He's like, yeah, like, you know, lay the framework. I'm like, but it also means fucking, right? And then the director of the show was like, I thought it meant taking a shit. And then we just had this like whole, this whole crumbling situation of what we all thought laying pipe meant. Amazing. No, uh, and then a very long fucking. discussion about constipation. <laughs> <laughs> you Google laying pipe, it says verb to have sexual intercourse. <laughs> also known as plumbing. Really? I'm, do- I, I mean, I'm doing sense. it wrong. Oh, it okay. here's here's it used in a sentence. At the conclusion of the evening, I went to my girlfriend's house and laid some pipe. <laughs> well, that's lovely. So I'm sure polite. it wasn't said so politely At like that. At the conclusion that. of the evening totally rammed her oh man uh woof um uh, so carrot cake nice. excellent choice i had some this week it's i don't so like it with good. raisins though. no raisins, yeah i would prefer the fuck out of no there. raisins but i do like raisins in other ways i like uh, yeah. a glossette Ooh. yeah i like a glossette. i'll agree with that a raisin by itself fine 
Covered in chocolate, great. Yeah, mm-hmm. gimme. In a baked good, get the fuck out. Get out. You're ruining my cinnamon bun. I'm so addicted to sugar that I can just buy it. It's just more sugar. I'm just happy. It's happy. It's, I'm happy it's, it's like more sugar. The texture is wrong. Oh. I have my favorite grapes waiting for me at home. I finally <gasps> got a pound of them. Are the those the dark ones? Mm-hmm, with I've the itchy, heard. itchy mouth grapes. Itchy Aren't mouth? Those all grapes. No, because they're for me. You get an itchy mouth? After yeah. You oh, right away. My whole mouth turns like itchy fire ring like the i think you're allergic or something oh, you doesn't matter no it's like <laughs> a, it's like a chemical in the peel or something yeah pineapple kind of gives me a scratchy throat too we looked this it, up one time yeah, like years something. ago we've been doing this for a long time every year sorry to all the listeners who hear us repeating ourselves i just never have eaten the grape and got an itch <laughs> really not those yes. guys okay southern bell <laughs> blanche dubois oh, i've yeah. never eaten well, a grape i've never, never had a grape and had an itch in my mouth <laughs> i'm worried i'm worried now i thought everyone got itchy mouth from them you I just made it. it sound like you get a whole mouth rash <laughs> i if i eat a lot of them like it's like my whole face here i haven't gets... tried those grapes but i've heard recently that they're so good they're so good and then there's like all these new grape varieties of varietals out there that i haven't even considered because something about my life right now i can't finish anything that i buy yeah. So oh, I'm trying I, to adopt the Jessica Delisle approach to kitchens and fridges, which is have what you are going to eat that day and not like I buy too many groceries and then I have to compost so much and it's yeah. so bad for the environment. I mean, my I my agree. way of doing things is just Jay eats everything, even after it's kind of turned. <laughs> like, I'll do that. He has an iron stomach. And so if there's something that I'm like, I don't think I can eat this. Like sometimes tofu will get slimy and we'll have to put it in the compost, but most of the time we don't. Well, That's right. I don't have a vegan food though too. It lasts pretty long. Yeah. And then also, even once it's expired, quote unquote, still not bad. That's just the best self <laughs> date. The know? amount of times I've had like expired vegan chocolate milk and it still tastes yeah. Oh yeah, I could see that for sure. It's fine. Milk actually like and some things like if it's stored properly, they last a really long time. For like years and years and years and years. I never <laughs> want to have a years old milk. You don't want century milk? Oh, ban. Oh, ban. <laughs> oh, ban. <laughs> oh, ban. All right. Let's pop over the week. Oh, ban. Oh, ban. Oh, ban. Oh, ban. I'm like a little cute kid. Oh, ban. Oh, ban. Oh, ban. Oh, ban. Isn't Oban like a word? Oban? Yeah, I think so. Isn't it like a name of a restaurant or something? Hmm. Anyway, Papo of the Week. could be a name of a person. Papo of the Week. Who's your Papo of the Week? Um, so it's actually this dog that I've been walking. Amazing. She's just the sweetest. She's a rescue uh, greyhound from Florida. Mm-hmm. And I met her and started walking her in like February. And today was so exciting because this past, I usually only walk her once a week. But this past week, I've been walking her every day because her other mom's away. Yeah. And... I got there and she 
she's very like timid usually and doesn't like wag her tail that much and like she's been wagging her tail a little bit more and more every time i see her because she's starting to come out of her shell because yeah. she doesn't really know turtle. how to dog too right her name's diana <gasps> and she's the best name for a dog that's a nice name diana. she's so sweet and today it was like she got so excited she like frolicked up and then I got her to like run while we were on our walk which like she's never really done before and she just had so much excitement and so much like energy and I just love it that's like my favorite thing with dog walking is when like I've made a difference in a dog and I've made them like super happy or when they see me and they're just like oh my god it's her we're going for a walk it's That's the best awesome. feeling. Nice. And oh, I I finally achieved that with Diana today. And it was Congrats. the best. Yeah. That's the best feeling. The right. best accomplishment. I'm a big fan of Greyhounds. She's such a sweetheart. I don't too. think I've even really known one. Like I've just met like the full size one sometimes in the neighborhood. There's a man in my he used to live at Fraser and Thirteenth, and there's a really nice, quiet guy but a full size senior greyhound mm-hmm. you could just tell how much he loved that dog oh. and we we're always on the same sort of schedule but i had hank a puppy like mm-hmm. completely opposite dog and his dog would often kind of bend down in this very gracious way and touch his magical reindeer nose to hank's tiny little button nose it's like a wizard they're yeah. like wizards they so are they are wizard dogs i like those little whippet ones oh they're so cute somebody that i follow on instagram bought one and then found out she was horribly allergic to only that kind of dog. What? Which can happen. Whoa. And then so she messaged me to say, like, are you interested in getting another dog? And I just had that moment where I was like, I would die. <laughs> and then oh. uh, the dog ended up with, like, an amazing owner. But I didn't realize that the account had just changed hands. For oh. the, so I was like, oh, you kept, I won't say their name. And then uh, she's like, no, I'm the new owner. And this is the dog I've always wanted. Oh. And they're just, like, so happy together. And it all worked out. That's lovely. Oh. Yeah. Wow, that's what you get with ownership now is the Instagram account also. Oh wow. <laughs> that's like part of the part of the contract. Um my pup of the week is a rabbit that I met today. Oh. I volunteered for a rabbit pop-up out at UBC. Uh so my friend Michelle and I went and picked up 22 rabbits oh. from Richmond and drove them out to UBC and it was like this event that the student paws club it's like ubc paw club it's like an animal club at ubc organized with the rabbitats rescue habitat um <laughs> that's it's very nice word it's, it's all Rabbitat. cute it's just oh. cute um and so there was all these volunteers there and so many students came and everyone was so lovely with the rabbits everyone was so calm and like treated them all respectfully and were feeding them little salads it was so cute but there was this one bunny there this was the first time he had been to a pop-up and so at first we thought it would be really like skittish and initially they thought it was a girl so they called it lisa marie but then they double checked and they're like no this is a boy so his name is presley now and he's so cute he's like very scruffy he's got like long fur just around the face and eyes and head. So he just looks like kind of like a wild uh, wizard. <laughs> like everyone looks like a wizard in my mind. Uh, but little and so adventurous. 
he wound up being the most adventurous bunny. So he went way off the mats and like it was in a huge room, but they mostly stick to where it's um, carpeted or mats yeah. are down because they don't like being on hardwood floors. But he would go around and like we had to herd him back and it was so cute. Oh. Were they doing adoptions or just a visit? It was just a visit, but all most of the rabbits are available for adoption through the Rabbitats Society. That's um, wonderful. Oh. I should look up what it's actually called. Rabbitats. Um, now, do they have long ears and do they perk up or were they laid down? Um, his were perked up. It's the Rabbitats Rescue Society. Love it. Yeah, he's very cute. And they have so many cute ones. They have a giant white one named Olaf. Oh. And I was like, I knew I wasn't going to get a photo of him. This is the best photo I could get of him. Oh. So he beautiful. looks like he has a comb over. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but like only on his head does he have the long fur. So yeah. he's like very scruffy. Oh. Um, rabbits are amazing and I love them. So That's my cute. puppo. So cute. Who your puppo? Mm, my puppo's grandpa, Shumka. I'm going to miss you, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Grandpa was a really good friend. Yeah. Oh, I love grandpas. My one grandpa, Doug. <laughs> you have a grandpa named Doug? Yeah, I had a grandpa Doug and a grandpa Morris. Oh, nice. Uh, then I had my grandma Nancy, and I still have my grandma Edna. These are great names. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Grandpa was a dog. Oh, no. <laughs> Which makes that so funny. Oh. But a uh, grandpa can be a puppo, too. That's yeah. true. All I heard grandpas. People could be puppos. Yeah. They have been before. I think it's so cool when someone still has a grandparent left because I have none left because I have a really old family. <laughs> right? Yeah, I didn't have any. My grandparents died when I was like three and five. Wow. Like on one side of the family because my oh, one crazy. grandpa was born in 1898. <laughs> like that's, Whoa. That's, so old. that's how old my family is. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's wild. I know. <laughs> that is that blows my mind. Yeah, and he looked like Freddy Krueger. What? Yeah, I can show you a photo. Freddy Krueger without his Krugery face and just as a regular human, not a bad looking guy. That's so true. Robert Egg Eggland Engl England or something is his name. This has been Retail Nightmares Podcast. Ray Lynn, if people want to see you perform, they want to follow you online. How do they do that? Uh, I'm on Instagram mm -hmm. and on Twitter at Raylin Carson. All one word. Yep. Yeah. Uh, R-A-E-L-Y-N-N-C-A-R-S-O-N. And I think that's the same as my Facebook one. But like, I don't really go on my Facebook no one. No one does anymore, eh? One's... Instagram came up. I don't even really do Facebook anymore. So mm -hmm. I'm on Facebook. All the bases. Plus, right they own now. it. So who cares? <laughs> cool. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thank you such, so much for being our guest. I'm sorry. I'm looking at my phone right now, but it's just so I can show you uh, your grandpa, my grandpa Delisle. That looks like Freddy. Who? Yeah. There you go. Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> I just. I just wanted. I know it's crazy. I just wanted it's to totally have that reaction on uh, yeah, record. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 He looks exactly like him, and he was a bad man too. Um, what? Yeah, he's a criminal man. 
Um, <laughs> There's so much I want to know. Criminal man. Criminal man. Um, he looks criminal mind. Side in this photo. Uh, bad dude. Uh, I have to plug our Patreon. Yeah, guys. Are you donating to the Patreon? Uh, you can get all sorts of stuff like our original soundtracks. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Uh, bonus live episodes plus our pilot episode. Yep. Never before heard except what? if you are a patron. And our store where you can buy tote bags, zines, more in the future potentially. Mm-hmm. And then if you don't have any money, that's cool. Rate us on iTunes five stars. Five stars. What Woo-hoo. do you have coming up? I'm going to be in Edmonton for the uh, Lit Fest pod, pre pod fest on October 5th and October 4th. I'll be posting more information on Twitter. So stay tuned. If you're in Edmonton, please come and see me. Uh, I'll be at the Vancouver Writers Festival. Um, I have three events. Please come to one of them. Uh, one's in the middle of the day, one's at night. And one is a Sunday brunch. Um, There's going to be a launch party in Vancouver for my book. Yay! At Havana Theater on November 21st. That's a Thursday. There'll be some guests, some comedy. I'm going to do a reading from the book. So if you want to come to that, come draw with me. It's October 5th as well. I'm flying in from Edmonton and heading right to come draw with me uh, at Little Mountain Gallery. Uh, So that might be fun. I think that's all that I'm up to right now. That's awesome. Sounds like a hoot. Yeah, it's real great having a full-time job <laughs> doing that stuff. Yeah. Um, if you'd Thanks. like to buy the book, it's at arsenalpulppress.com to pre-order my book. You can order my book as well on Amazon. Um, I'm not sure how it works for getting shipped to the U.S. if they're shipping you Canadian copies or they're waiting until it's released in the, in the U.S. I am going to be hopefully in Toronto and Montreal in the spring to promote the book as well as uh, a visit to LA, I think, maybe the Pacific Northwest and uh, New York. Uh, I don't think I'll be doing events, but I will be coming by to say hello and maybe do some podcasty stuff. Oh my God. Amazing. Okay. Um, thank you so much. Please come back as soon as you want. Yes. Yeah. I'd you're love great. To. Jessica, you're great. And uh, I'm really great. And you're great. Okay. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>